0: And we'll start off with the daily COVID numbers. Thailand logged 84 new COVID-19 fatalities and 10,817 new COVID cases during the previous 24 hours, the Public Health Ministry announced on Sunday morning. There were 10,767 cases in the general population and 50 among prison inmates. The CCSA said on Sunday afternoon, Bangkok to topped the number of new infections with 1,185 cases. Thailand also recorded 10,055 positive ATK test cases. Since February 28, Thailand has administered 59 million COVID vaccine doses, and at present, 32% of the population are now considered fully vaccinated. And our first story of the day, 40% say Prayad should quit as PM next year. 40% of people polled by the National Institute of Development Administration say General Prayad Chanuchah should declare he will quit as Prime Minister by August next year, while a slightly smaller number say he should seek a constitutional court ruling on the controversy over when his tenure as Premier should end. The poll was conducted on October 5-8 to by telephone interviews of 1,311 people aged 18 and over of various levels of education and occupations throughout the country to compile their opinions on three political issues. General Priot's tenure as Prime Minister, dissolution of the House of Representatives to make way for general election, and a Cabinet reshuffle. Concerning the controversy surrounding General Pryat's tenure, the opposition and some academics are of the opinion that his term should end on August 24th next year, as the Constitution bars anyone from serving as PM for more than two four-year terms, regardless of whether the terms were served back-to-back or not. Others say his tenure as Premier should begin from August 24, 2019, after the March 24, 2019 general election under the 2017 Constitution. Asked to comment on the controversy, 40.73% of the respondents say General Priot should declare he will remain in the position only until the end of August 2022. 38.3% say he should seek the Constitutional Court's ruling on the matter as soon as possible. 15% said he need not do anything and 5.8% had no comment or were not interested in the topic. So that goes back to the fact that in 2014 he took over the country via a coup and they're basically saying that because he took over the country, during the coup and then declared himself as prime minister that that time should be calculated within his time of serving the country. They're saying basically you're allowed two terms of four years each, which be eight years maximum time allowed to be the prime minister of the country. And they're saying next year, August will be his eight years because he took over the country by the gun, but installed himself as the prime minister. And in my books, that's pretty fair. But of course, this is Thailand and I guess coups don't count. Now he'll probably try to say that he was a caretaker prime minister, but I think that was would be hard to argue because you're only a caretaker prime minister if something happened to the old prime minister and not that you remove them from power for your own political gain. So I think this could be a very interesting time for Thailand. Of course we've seen how the courts have pretty much sided with the junta over the last few years so it would be no surprise if the constitutional court gave a judgment in favor of Prayut staying on. But We'll see how it turns out. It's an interesting thing, though the whole thing is, if he goes, who's going to be the next up? And that, to me, is more worrying. Sometimes they say it's better the devil you know than the devil you don't. So we'll see what the future has in store for Thailand and its next Prime Minister. And up next, Singapore adds nine countries to travel lanes. Singapore is preparing to add nine countries to its travel lanes scheme that allows vaccinated visitors to enter the city-state without the need for quarantine. The government said the scheme, which was introduced last month for Brunei in Germany, will be expanded to Britain, Canada, Denmark, France, Italy, the Netherlands, South Korea, Spain and the United States next month. Transport Ministers Isaran said travellers from those countries are required to present verifiable and authenticated digital proof of vaccination as a precondition for entry. Most of the 11 countries on the list are already open to travellers from Singapore. Singapore has already reopened its borders to visitors from mainland China, Hong Kong, Taiwan and Macau which are deemed very low risk. While still a far cry from when we were pre-COVID, this is a significant step in the reopening of our borders and crucial to reclaiming and rebuilding our status as an international aviation hub with global connectivity. The Prime Minister of Singapore went on television on Saturday to tell residents it was time to move on and learn to live with COVID-19 without being paralysed by fear. The city-state can't stay locked down and closed off indefinitely, he said, adding that it could take three to six months to get a new normal. On Friday, Singapore reported 3,580 new COVID-19 cases, the highest number of daily infections so far, raising its total to 120,454 with 142 fatalities, since the first case early last year so that is definitely a little bit of good news for those countries that will be on the um, transit lane can't see thailand getting on that lane for quite a while though thailand although singapore is a popular destination for thais and expats to visit i i I personally like singapore and i like spending a a few days down there it's a, a lovely little city and plenty to do when you get there but yeah it's progress on the singaporean front and that can only be good for travel within this whole region and next up, five more areas open to tourists on November 1. Five more tourist destinations in Thailand will be open to visitors starting November 1 on the condition that there is no new large COVID-19 clusters in the area until then. The areas are Bangkok, Chiang Mai, which will be Muang, Mae Rim, Mae Teng, and Doi Tao districts, Khan, which will be Hua Hin district, Pechaburi, which will be the Cha-am district and Chonburi, which will be the Pattaya Bang Lamung and Satip districts, government spokesman Tanakorn Wan Bung San Chana said on Saturday. Bangkok is of particular concern since it's the gateway to the country. Although tourists may prefer to go to the Sea or Mountains, almost all of them have to visit Bangkok at least once on their trips to the country, he said. The capital has been the epicenter of the third wave of the outbreak, with the highest number of cases and deaths although the number of new cases nationwide has fallen to slightly more than 10,000 a day in recent weeks, a level manageable by the healthcare system, according to authorities. It remains unclear what the Bangkok Metropolitan Administration view of the plan is. Earlier, the Bangkok governor had said the capital would only be opened when he gave the green light, noting that a 70% vaccination rate in all districts was his goal. Mr. Tanakorn said the government's decision followed the success of the Phuket Sandbox scheme, which had injected 2.3 billion baht into the economy over the past three months since its launch in July. Under the Phuket Sandbox, there has been no reports of transmission between foreign visitors and Thais. Thais should therefore be confident and join us in transforming Thai tourism, Mr. Tanakorn said. Now, there's a whole lot of nonsense in that. There's no report of transmission between foreign visitors and ties. How on earth would they even know? Because from what I see, that there is no timelines ever given out when foreigners contract COVID that were participating in the sandbox scheme. I have yet to see one timeline ever given out. So this is a bit of BS that this guy is throwing out there. The Bangkok governor hasn't said a word about any of this, neither has he given the go-ahead, apparently it all comes down to his word, I, I don't know how that is by the way, because he is the Prime Minister's man. They seem to all be jostling for power amongst here and want to be the first to announce the grand reopening of Bangkok. It would be great if they just tell people, you know, because we're on the 10th or 11th of the month nice you know that people could know when three weeks bangkok would be open and what would be the terms and conditions to enter but i guess they'll probably leave it to the 31st of october before they actually tell anybody it's the normal you know playbook here in thailand leave everything to the day before so people can definitely not plan anything in the future. You know, there's also the other part of all this is the idea that they think people are just sitting at home with their mouse for their computer in their hand waiting for the government to announce so they can book. Listen, time to tell you that anybody going away at Christmas has already booked their flights to other parts of the world and certainly not Thailand because they're not just waiting for this. There's loads of destinations to choose from. So this huge influx of people is not coming and I think they're going to be very disappointed and it would be good if they were a lot more honest with people and especially Thai people because Thai people are pinning their hopes on all of this. From what I can see, they are going to be very, very disappointed because these guys have no plan. It's all been done on a day by day basis. There's no consistency in any of this. And that's what the, the great problem and the great will be the great disappointment for people in the future, I think. I, I think there's a real sense of frustration building in the country. Especially from hospitality businesses, travel agents, anybody in the hotel industry at a hospitality industry, they are getting very, very frustrated with this right now and frustrated with the government because there is no leadership on the matter. And that is probably the biggest issue. If you go and find a hotelier at the moment and ask them November 1, Bangkok reopening, they probably tell you they haven't got a clue. And they don't even know what the actual plan is. Is it going to be seven days? Will they be allowed just fly in? What is it? Nobody knows. I mean, for all we know, on November 1, they could just fling the doors open to the country and just tell vaccinated people to come. Nobody has a clue anymore. But uh, yeah, hopefully, I think this month is going to be a roller coaster in terms of news. And of course, the Thai Expat Daily Show will be there to bring it all to you as it unfolds. And kind of a story related to the other story, Thailand must reopen soon if it wants to survive. The Federation of Thai Industries, the FTI, is concerned that tourists may not be interested in Thailand if the country takes too long to open its doors. FTI chairman Supan Mong T said it is safe for Thailand to open since 40-50% to of its population have been vaccinated. Also, he said the number of daily cases have dropped and Thailand has the facilities to treat COVID-19 patients. However, he said the authority should speed up the vaccination rate in the business sector before reopening the country. Supan predicted that Thailand's gross domestic product will grow by less than 1% as the number of tourists visiting under sandbox schemes was lower than expected. He said that though the economy is showing signs of recovery and the economic activities have resumed after the lifting of lockdown, the government still needs to lend a helping hand to small business. He said most small to medium enterprises cannot reopen due to liquidity problems. And our next story, Temple sacrifices its chapel and the pavilion to shelter animals from flood water. The chapel and a pavilion at Khai Tia Temple in Kresang sub-district in Patumtani province have been temporarily turned into a shelter for six buffalo, a cow, poultry and pigs after a temple grounds were submerged under a metre of flood water. The temple's abbot Pramaha Paibul titamahu told Thai PBS reporters that it was necessary to evacuate all the animals to higher ground where the chapel and a pavilion are located because flood water breached the embankment and flooded the temple compound. All the animals were donated to the temple by people so the temple could give them to farmers to be raised. The abbot also said that he's looking for a better place to shelter all the animals. Despite the flooding, monks at the temple can still go out of the temple to receive alms from members of the public, although it is less convenient than normal. And that leads us into the next story. Kids face random testing for on-site classes in new term. Random antigen testing will be carried out among school children before the new term begins next month, says Deputy Government Spokesman Rachada Dandirek. The tests will be conducted every 2 weeks among 10 to 15% of returning pupils as well as other youngsters aged 12 to 18 some of whom have been vaccinated. Ms Rachada said the antigen test would boost the confidence of students and parents ahead of on-site classes resuming on November 1. Since the launch of nationwide Pfizer inoculations for people aged 12 to 18 on October 7th, 150,000 have received their first dose and 1,825 have had both injections. There are around 5 million people aged 12-18. to 18. Of them, 3.8 million have been targeted for the vaccination. Ms. Rachada added that the government was aware some young people were worried about their safety. Some turned to video sharing social network TikTok to convey their doubts. Moving to allay later fears, Ms. Rachada insisted the vaccine met global standards of manufacturing and has been approved for use by the World Health Organization as well as Thailand's Food and Drug Administration. Although the Pfizer vaccine may cause some undesirable side effects such as muscle ache, tiredness and nausea, and possibly conditions including myocarditis, its benefits is warding off or reducing severe infection and hospitalisation outweigh the risks, she said. Many countries such as the US, UK, Japan, Spain and Norway have been vaccinating their young people. Pfizer-BioNTech is seeking approval from the US Food and Drug Administration for the use of his vaccine on children aged 5 to 11, said Ms Rachada. And now for the Phuket news. Phuket reported 163 new COVID-19 infections in the past 24 hours. One of them was from the Sandbox program. Over the past seven days, Phuket has recorded a total of 1,177 COVID cases. We had 837 international arrivals through the Sandbox scheme. One tested positive for COVID on arrival. They arrived on eight flights, two Thai Airways, one Qatar, one Emirates, one Scoot Air and two Singapore Airlines. 450 travelers tested negative for COVID during their second and third tests as well. Since the 1st of July, 44,639 travelers have availed of the Sandbox program. And in other news, jobless man surrenders to police after robbing 7-Eleven. A jobless man who robbed a 7-Eleven convenience store on the eastern outskirts of Puka Town last Friday surrendered himself to police today and now awaits prosecution. According to the suspect, he committed the crime because of financial problems caused by the COVID-19 pandemic. Two foreigners held for ATM fraud. Two foreign men have been arrested for allegedly using fake electronic cards to withdraw money from bank accounts belonging to people in Bangkok and Hua Hin. And finally, Phuket Vegetarian festival continues under new normal. The Phuket Vegetarian Festival continued into its day 5 of the nine-day festival with devotees and mass song spirit mediums from the Tarua shrine staging its street procession through Phuket Town to Sapan Hin. Now just some quick news about entering Phuket entering Lak, and entering. Samui. It looks like as of the 15th or the 16th of this month, you will only be required to have either a vaccine certificate or a rapid antigen or PCR test. So it'll be one or the other vaccine cert or test. That will be the new entry requirements into Samui and Kowalak and Phuket. Now, it hasn't been officially announced yet, but I have heard through some sources that this is what's coming down the road because basically they're just trying to spur on domestic tourism. Uh, it's basically the uh, ball is dropped and they suddenly realize that Thai people and expats don't want to be going to all these places, having to be vaccinated and go getting tests, and it's not a holiday they're going on. So... That is a little bit of good news if you plan to travel around Thailand and hopefully that kind of thinking will make its way to the international tourism and we'll start to see maybe no more PCR tests next too and that would be a way forward.